give up the fight for some other moment, some other life than here and now. Give up the longing for some other world, the wishing for other choices to make, other songs to sing, other bodies, other ages, other countries, other stakes. Purge the past, forgive the future, for each come too soon. Surrender only to this life, this day, this hour, not because it does not constantly break your heart, but because it also beckons with beauty, startles with delight, if only we keep waking up. This is the gift we've been given. These body clothes, this heartbreak, this pulse, this breath, this light, these friends, this hope. Here we remember ourselves as a part of it all, giving thanks and living through the struggle together. So come, let us join in worship this hour. These words by Gretchen Haley open our service this morning, a special service of readings and reflections, music and meditation to mark All Souls Day, which is tomorrow. Towards the end of the service, there'll be an opportunity to take part in a simple ritual to honour the memory of loved ones who have died. So welcome to all of you who have joined on Zoom this morning, whether you're long-standing members of the congregation, returning friends or first-time visitors. And welcome too to all those who might be listening in later via the podcast or watching on YouTube. My name is Jane Blackall and I'm a member of the staff team at Essex Church. I've been a member of the congregation for a long, long time now, over 20 years. And I'm also a ministry student in my final year of training with Unitarian College. Now, as part of our welcome, I always think an important part of being hospitable is to reassure everyone that you're free to join in with this service at a level that works for you. There'll be opportunities to join in in various ways, either with the candles of joy and concern towards the start of the service, or with our All Souls ritual towards the end of the service, with the hymn singing or in the coffee time afterwards, but they are very much opportunities rather than obligations. There's no particular pressure to join in with anything other than you want to, and you can keep your camera off for the morning and quietly look if that's what you'd rather do with our blessing. Of course, it is lovely to see everyone's faces. It helps us get more of a sense of being together in a gathered community. But if you feel like keeping your head down this morning for whatever reason, that's all right by us. We're going through some turbulent times at the moment, aren't we? One way or another. It's likely that many of us quite understandably arrived this morning with a head full of worries and preoccupations. So perhaps as we gather, we're still catching up with ourselves. Why don't we take a moment to settle ourselves intentionally, really arrive, maybe take a mindful breath. And make a conscious choice to set all that stuff aside as best we can for the hour ahead. For whoever you are, however you are, you're welcome in this gathering just as we find you this morning. I'm going to light our chalice now, as we do each Sunday and at other times when we gather. It's a simple ritual that connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over, and it reminds us of the proudly progressive religious tradition of which this little gathering is part. 
These words from Jay Atkinson. We gather around the chalice in these hard times, seeking its light and warmth. Some of us are struggling with sorrow or grief, but are afraid to reach out and ask for help. Some of us are pained at all the suffering we see and feel helpless at the scale of human need. Some of us are sick of ourselves and others, but don't know what to do about that right now. Some of us want to make the world a better place, but feel overwhelmed by the forces of inertia and self-interest. And some of us aren't sure what we need, but still we hope we might find it here. We gather in this community sometimes in fear, sometimes in trust, sometimes in pain, sometimes in joy, but always in hope that we can support and strengthen one another in our common quest for healing and wholeness. And let's move into a longer time of prayer and reflection now. This prayer is based on words by Justin Osterman. You might want to adjust your position first for comfort. You might want to close your eyes or soften your gaze. There might be a posture that helps you feel more prayerful and settled, whatever works for you. Whatever you need to do to get into the right state of body and mind for us to pray together and be fully present in this sacred time and space we're co-creating with ourselves, with each other, and with that larger presence that holds us all. Spirit of life, God of all love, sometimes it is hard to know what to say. It's hard to know what to pray in these uncertain times when we are daily overcome with a mixture of feelings, troubled with fear, sadness, anger and confusion. The world is so beautiful and so terrible people so magnificent and so malevolent. It is hard to know what to feel with all the wonder and horror happening at the same time. We want to make things right, fair, clear. We want people to be kind, merciful and just. We want to end violence, heal brokenness prevent pain and restore hope. We sometimes feel so small and powerless, yet our longing for the good is immense. Sometimes despair speaks to us in poisonous whispers. Spirit of life, God of all love, be that still small voice that speaks of love and comfort and hope. Our refuge, our calm amongst the storm. Be the fragile, beautiful autumn leaf that catches the eye to remind us that seasons come and go in nature, in life and in history. Be the kind, attentive eyes that remind us there are open hearts and hands all around, waiting to love and help. 
if only we will open ourselves to them. Remind us in every way that life still abounds with possibilities and that we always have the power to choose how we will respond. So help us to choose wisely, act justly, live peacefully and embody every value and virtue we wish to see in the world. And help every soul gathered here this morning to be and become our best selves in thought, word and deed this day and every day of our lives. Amen. Good morning. This is a reading entitled Immortal Invisible by Victoria Safford. Where do they go, do you think, when they die? Our mothers and brothers and lovers, colleagues, children and friends. You turn your head and suddenly they have slipped away. But where? What's happened? What remains? I find myself telling a young child things I didn't know I believe about death, things that shock me, make me wonder. We come across a small dead turtle in the road and we decide to bury it. So with a stick, we scrape a space on the edge of someone else's grass and put the little disc of shell in the hollow of the earth. And I tell what will happen to the turtle, to the muscle and the blood and the eyes and the shell. He loves this. It all goes back to the earth, I say, into new soil and new plants will use it and grow and birds will eat the plants or we will and the birds will scatter seeds which turtles might eat, round and round it goes. This much I know is true, but I also say, because the child is clearly waiting to hear more, clearly he knows that this cannot be all. And the spirit of the turtle comes out and goes back into everything, into the stars and the sun and you and me. Everything the turtle was returns to everything and it is not lost. We're both a little shocked at that and pondering as we continue walking. That same child was told not long ago by a well-meaning relative that her dead cat, the relative's dead cat, is happy now in kitty heaven. And the fact is, though I roll my supercilious eyes and make derisive noises, I don't know now and never will whether Kitty Heaven is real, or Kitty Hell for that matter. The child and I, and all the poets and philosophers, the scientists and scholars, are equal in our ignorance on this, and equal in our expertise when someone asks, what will happen to the turtle or to us? Bowel and blood and bone change into other things, dust and drop and molecule. But what about the soul? The heart is water and flesh. 
It decomposes fast or burns. But what of the heart's contents? What we know for sure when someone dies is loneliness. What we know is the lifelong struggle to remember. What we know beyond biology and chemistry, what we know forever and ever are the questions. What remains of him, of her? What remains of you in me? We've come now to a time of meditation. Again, you might like to have a wiggle, get as comfortable as you can in your chair or your bed. You might want to rearrange your position so that you're physically steady. Again, you might want to close your eyes. You might want to focus on the little chalice flame. There'll be some words to take us into meditation. Uh, a poem for autumn by Anne Williver. Those words will take us into a good few moments of shared stillness and the silence will come to an end with some beautiful music from Marilisa Valtazanu. It's a piece called Ripples, which she composed just for us, for our All Souls service today. All the words are in Greek, but she sent me a translation. Like a pebble in the lake, you sank and were lost in a moment, but the ripples left behind keep you always with us. As ever, you are free to think your own thoughts in this time of meditation, to meditate in your own way. Some words by Anne Williver. The colours of autumn surround us. Glorious gold, yellow and orange, bronzy brown, deep vibrant red. How can we not feel amazed and grateful? Here in our front row seats, watching the rhythm of the changing seasons, the never ending cycle of birth, growth, change and death. Death in turn, making ready for new life. Just for this moment, let me be still. Let me rest in the quiet of this sacred place, in the presence of the spirit gathered, held gently, yet mightily, by the threads of love that bind us together. May whatever pain or sorrow or loss I feel today be eased, if only for this moment. Even as I feel tossed and turned by the wind, a fallen leaf blown about with no seeming direction. May I abandon the illusion of control, if only for this moment, and sense the love surrounding me, and the strength of the love within me. in reaching out to receive and in reaching out to give back. May I bear witness to love. May I bear witness to life.
piece by Unitarian Universalist Minister Ellie Kemmler opens with prayerful words by Molly Hoosh Gordon. Mysterious source of love moving within and between and amongst us, upholding and connecting all, the living, the dead, and the generations yet to come. We give thanks for the web of all creation, strands interwoven, and for the gifts of love, which can never be ungiven or unraveled. And Ellie Kemmler calls her piece, Love Does Not Disappear. She says, in 18 years, I've served as a minister of my small town congregation. I've led 96 memorial services, most for people I have loved. I didn't realize how much the deaths would hurt. The longer I stay, the deeper I love and the more I grieve. <clears throat> this seems so obvious, but I was surprised by it. Another surprise has been how our beloved dead seem to make themselves known, 
how they seem to linger with us for a little while. Once, after a memorial service, everyone left the church and gathered on the sidewalk in the sunlight of a still summer afternoon. As we stood there, a huge gust of wind blew down the street. We could see it coming almost like a tumbleweed. For maybe five seconds, the wind was all around us and over us. We turned and watched the gust go blow down the street and then it was completely still again. There she goes, someone said. Another time, I was about to lead the memorial service for a man who shared a love of butterflies with his wife. Their home was filled with images of butterflies and we had put a photo of one on the order of service. As I stood at the church door, a huge orange and black butterfly flew near. It circled me three times above my head, around my shoulders, at my knees, and then flew away. When I told his wife about it, she nodded. Butterflies have been all around me since he died, she said. Last spring, a beloved elder who believed he would be reincarnated as a red-tailed hawk died, and I told the congregation about his death at Sunday morning services. I had taped a picture of a red-tailed hawk on the front pew where he always sat. Several people told me that as I was making that announcement, they were looking out of the sanctuary window and saw a large hawk circling above the church. Over the years, I've heard many stories, stories about dragonflies and rainbows and love songs coming on the radio at just the right moment. Maybe it was just coincidence. Maybe we're looking for signs so we find them. But maybe those we love are nearer to us than we realize. Maybe love is vaster than the limits of our understanding. I believe it is. And Ellie Kemmler concludes with a few words of prayer. Source of love, we are sustained and upheld by the love of those who have gone before us. May we know deep in our bones, that love does not disappear. Thanks, Julia. So we've come now to our time in the service to mark All Souls Day, which is actually tomorrow, and to mark it with a simple ritual to honour the memory of those that we loved who have died. Unitarian Universalist Minister Carl Seberg put it like this, 
All Souls Day is set apart in many churches for the commemoration of those holy souls who have graced our lives and passed from our living circle. Their radiance, their works, their memories are still with us. And on this day, we gather to celebrate them fondly and thoughtfully too, remembering that we also someday shall follow where they went. So let's, this morning, let's remember in gratitude the lives of those who give us inspiration, strength, comfort and love. Let's give thanks for those whose presence is always with us and share their memory with a ceremony of remembrance. I did suggest ahead of time that you might bring a photo or a memento of a loved one that you wish to remember today, perhaps also a candle to light in their memory. If you've come prepared, that's great. If you haven't, you can still join in. And if you don't want to join in, you absolutely don't have to, because as with everything we do, it's entirely voluntary whether you participate or not. Um, I do want to say a little about how this is going to work in practical terms. Given that we're on Zoom, it might be a bit less seamless than it would be if we were in person. If you want to speak, if you want to share your photo, your candle, your named person, put your hand up uh, and I will call on you by name. You can then unmute yourself and I will spotlight you so that everyone will be able to see what you held up and hear the name that you speak. So just wait for a second until I've spotlit you before you speak. Please just speak their name and perhaps a word or two just to say how you were connected to them. Sadly, we won't have time in the service to hear more of your shared story today. And hold up the picture for, for a few seconds for us to see, like your candle if you have one, hold that up for a few seconds. And when one person is finished, then the next person can put their hand up and we will repeat the process. Um, I hope that makes sense. It is okay for us to take this slowly, I think that adds to the sense of reverence as best as we can create it online and we'll keep going until everyone who wants to share has shared. Um, I will go, I'll take the liberty of going first. There is Mary Blackall, my mum. Mikaela, please. This is the one thing I have of my real father, his teddy bear. And I rescued him when my mother wanted to throw him out because he's the one thing I have of him. Thank you. He Thanks died before that. I was born. So. Heidi. My mum, Lizzie Lotteferi. She died a long time ago of cancer in, in 1984. I still remember her, of course. Thanks, Heidi. Julia. I think that it was last week that I mentioned my, my sister Beth. This is Beth here. She died five years ago. We are actually here in the elevator right near the church when she visited. So that's Beth, my wonderful sister. Thanks, Julia. Pat. This is Amos, a family friend, beautiful soul. He died at just 29 years old. Amos. Thanks, Pat. Roy. It's um, 
my mum, Doris, who died um, 10 years ago now, and uh, in a way, she brought me to our church. It was in the aftermath of her passing and uh, consequently my own breakdown, I guess, and issues that I've had since um, led me to our door. So one thing, but also, obviously, I miss her and I love her very much. Thanks, Roy. Barbara. Um, these are two of my beloved sisters. One died last year and one five years ago. Um, I'm one of five sisters, but four of us went away together for 20 odd years every week, uh, every year for a week uh, a year. And this is Dot and Mavis cycling outside the cottage in Anglesey, way before I moved here, to Dorothy and Mavis, and uh, I've lit a candle. Thank you. Thanks, Barbara. Harold. Hi. This is Gordon. He died 15 years ago, and he was my partner for 30 years. Much missed. And that's for him. Thanks, Harold. Karina. Um, hi, this is my dad, Ilario, and he died five years ago. Thanks, Karina. Gee. Hi, this is Simon, who died last year after a long, he was 14 and he died after a long disease. And uh, this is a stone that their parents give their friends during the ceremonial service so that we can all keep him close to our hearts. To Simon. Thanks, Key. John. This is a picture uh, of my mother, Patience, who uh, died in 1953 when I was not yet three years old. And uh, yeah, I'd just like to remember her today. Thanks, John. Maria. Denton Wallace, my dad. who joined the ancestors nine years ago. Thanks, Maria. Sonia. Just going to light a candle because there have been so many, um, not only my, my parents, but many really close friends during the AIDS crisis. And um, I have them in, in the inside of my wardrobe. There's lots of pictures of them all. And um, I just appreciate that I knew them and I loved them and that they loved me. 
and I think about them pretty much every day, every time I open the wardrobe. So, just to remind them, I'm thinking of them today. Thank you. Thanks, Sonia. Marianne? This is my mother, Marie Antoinette, who died young, age 52. I thank her for giving me my life and holding me as I now hold her in me. Thank you, Marianne. Juliet. This candle is to remember two, two much loved people from our congregation, Patricia Walker and Doris as well. Thanks, Julia. Janine. I want to add to um, what Julia said and mentioned Caroline, who was a member of our congregation, Caroline Blair. Thanks, Janine. Are there any other names that we want to bring to our circle? I've been asked by Annie Fowler, a member of this congregation, to remember her Auntie Joan, who died just this week, aged 99. I just want to be totally sure I haven't missed anyone before I move on. So let's close this little ceremony of remembrance with some prayerful words by the Unitarian Universalist Minister, Christine Robinson. Spirit of life, whom we know best in our own loving and being loved, hold us as we remember those we have loved and those who loved us. Help us to know we're not alone in our grieving and loss and help us also to come to that peaceful place in which we can take what we have learned from those who have gone before us into our own lives. Remind us that we too are mortal and that the enduring legacy we leave is the love that shines through our lives. Amen. There's an opportunity now for us to sing a hymn. Uh, the one I've chosen for us today is probably not very familiar to most of us, but the words are so very fitting to our service today. It's called Undying Echoes, and it speaks of how our lives are touched by the lives of others and how our own deeds may have an impact beyond our knowing and go on even after we have gone. The recording uh, made by the Unitarian Music Society plays the tune through in full before the words come in, which might help. And of course, we're going to make sure you're muted so nobody will hear you anyway if you don't pick up the tune at first time of asking. The words will come up on the screen in a moment, but if you just want to listen, that is fine too.
just a few announcements now. Um, thanks to Janine for hosting today, more complicated job than usual. Thanks to John and to Juliet for our readings, to Marilisa for the lovely music. Um, I know we've said it before, but just a reminder that the service, including the All Souls ritual, will go up online. Um, so please drop me a message fairly soon after the service if you want to be edited out of that, because it will go up online this afternoon. As usual, there are a number of opportunities to connect in the week ahead. We've got our coffee morning at 10.30 on Tuesday. Um, Heart and Soul has got a few spaces tonight, but we're virtually fully booked for Friday. Uh, again, give me a shout if you want to come to that. The theme is telling stories. And Sarah has particularly asked me to plug the poetry group, which is on uh, Thursday at three. Uh, so get in touch with Sarah uh, if you'd like to go along to that. All on Zoom. Um, We've got uh, coffee time after the service today and um, do stay around for that if you'd like to. I will um, I will open up the rooms about five minutes after we finish so you've got time to nip and get a cuppa. And uh, if you can bear it, we always like to take a group photo after the closing music. Uh, so, so stick around for that if you wouldn't mind. We're back again on Zoom at 10 o'clock next week with Sarah leading the service. That'll be our Remembrance Sunday service. Um, feel free to bring your friends it's fine to share the link with trusted others it makes it easier for, for people to try us out in these times when we're online so i've just got some brief closing words for us now i chose these words from someone else i could have lit a candle for this is by uh, my dear and beloved friend simon john barlow who was a unitarian minister he uh, he died 12 years ago now so i thought I'd take a picture of him in his shorts on holiday Let's uh, select gallery view if we can. It's always nice to see each other's faces for these closing words and to get a sense of the connections within our community. Spirit of life, God of all love, in this season of remembrance, we remember in gratitude all those who came before us to remember, to prepare, the paths which we now tread. We remember in love our family, friends and lovers who, though not with us today, still guide our footsteps. We remember in awe the miracles of daily life which inspire us and raise our spirits. We remember in joy the love divine and human which surrounds us always. We remember in peace the light within us all which brings the strength for growth and we remember in acceptance the task we have of sharing that inner light with others all around us, wherever we go. Amen. <laughs>